Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. I figured today we could talk about the news that has broken so far, dissect some of the trades that have happened, and of course, maybe toy with the idea of Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau being here long term. You're Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning into Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and I am so happy to be here with you on this beautiful sunny day to talk about the trades, the signings, extensions. The rumors on draft day of all days, right? As always, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, Audible, Odyssey, Apple, you name it. Free 99, wherever you get your podcasts. And I will be going live tonight after the first round with Audie James, who has been on this show before and is technically my co-host. So we will be talking We'll be going live on YouTube as well, so make sure you're subscribed over there and turn on the little notifications so you don't miss out. Uh, There are some players on the move, and there's a lot that could happen between now and 7 o'clock when the draft starts, 7, 8 o'clock. So let's start at the beginning because, you know, it's a really good place to start. Before I even left my bed this morning... (laughs) I woke up to a tweet saying that uh, Matthew Kachuk is more than likely on the move from John uh, Bucci-Gross. And I immediately had my my doubts because I don't think that his reporting is entirely credible. And I know for a fact that most insiders or blue check marks, people in the industry are going to be tweeting nonsense. Like, there are very few trusted sources in hockey, like Pierre Lebrun uh, and Elliot Friedman. Like, those are the only two that I truly trust, and I understand it's kind of like, whatever. That's elitist, if you will. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I wasn't buying into it. But... Everyone was sending me the tweet saying, well, oh, he's off to St. Louis. He's off to St. Louis. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I was just like, no, I I truly don't think there is any truth to that. And then hours later, uh, it did come out (laughs) that that's not happening. The Flames are not interested in moving him. They do not want to move him. There's no truth to the rumors. And that just makes sense to me. In all honesty, I don't. I don't think that they're going to do anything until they have a definitive word from Johnny, which is interesting. It is very interesting because I would think by now he would would have made up his mind or would have said something to the team, regardless of, you know, when and we're a week away from free agency. So we need to kind of start like the ball needs to get rolling. Right. And they're not going to, make a move for the sake of making a move without knowing. You know what I mean? They're not going to move Matthew Kachuk if they're losing Gaudreau. It just does not make sense at all. And 
there were, again, there's always rumblings, but you have to like consider your sources. And <laughs> I feel like a very old person who just believes everything they see on Facebook today because I'm like, I'm picking and choosing my sources. <laughs> and I'm going to live in my own little delusion where Matthew Kachuk and Gaudreau resign because that's what I want to believe. Nothing, that's not hurting anyone, right? But general manager Brad Tree Living did come out and say that they are putting all of their energy into signing Gaudreau and Kachuk to long-term deals. Do I think they will get done? Yes. Do I think it's going to be done before the draft? Absolutely not. Matthew Kachuk is out like jet-setting across Greece, living his best life with his family and his girlfriend. Like they are having so much fun, but it looks like they're having fun anyways. But I just, I'm not overly concerned with any of those rumors once I start seeing them from, you know, like I mentioned, Pierre LeBron, Elliot Friedman, then maybe, then I'll, then I'll maybe start, you know, putting a little weight into it. But other than that, I just, I really don't think we need to worry about either of them being on the move at the moment. And we do have some trades though. We do have some trades that have been happening and we're going to talk about that next and what this means for the future of the Colorado Avalanche goaltending situation, as well as the future of the Penguins. But first, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that is high in fiber, high in protein, high in all the good stuff you want, and then low in all of the, you know, less favorable things like sugars, sugars and carbs. But you know, they're delicious and covered in 100% chocolate, and I think everybody needs them. I really like uh, putting them in the microwave for like 10 seconds around that, and then uh, eating it. They are delicious. It tastes like a candy bar without the calories and negatives of a candy bar. So head on over to Built.com today and get your favorite flavor of Built.com, of Built Bars, sorry, of Built Bars. And of course, uh, check out their variety packs as well, or even maybe get one of their puffs. You never know what you might find. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. You can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. So, you know, we've all just kind of been violently refreshing Twitter today not getting much work done, waiting for trades to break, right? Today's the day. That's when they're supposed to break. And Alexander Gorgiev has found himself a new home with the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, the trades were tweeted very differently. So I'm going to, <laughs> to pull up for clarification. So the Rangers are getting a third and a fifth round pick for this year and then next year's third round pick. So, you know, I think that's, you know, pretty good deal for um, both teams. It, it appears now that Darcy Kemper will be hitting the market because the Avs knew deep down they couldn't offer him anything compared to what the market's going to offer him. And I think that's fair. You know, I... I don't think 
that losing Darcy Kemper is the end of the world for the Avalanche because they have their backup goaltender who also won six playoff games this year. Uh, and I don't think he lost any, so <laughs> there's that. And Darcy Kemper has also proved himself to be, like, a legitimate goaltender. I know that there there's always kind of been, like, is he good? Is he really that good? Or is it the team that's playing in front of him? Sort of question marks around him. But I would say that he he did a really good job proving himself this postseason and this season as a whole. So, uh, you know, I would look out for teams like New Jersey, Edmonton, maybe even Toronto when it comes to paying goaltenders. These teams need goalies. So you never know. <laughs> you truly never know what you can get there. But Chris Letang is also now a Penguin for life. He signed a six-year, 36.1 million dollar contract, and I, you know, I think the term is a little sketchy. But at the same time, you know, you can't just doubt that this guy will still be playing in six years. Probably has potential to be put on the LTIR, be traded, be bought out. I think, you know, Malkin and Crosby won't be there towards the end of the contract, so it's not going to be the end of the world for the Penguins or Latang if he isn't there towards the end of it. Um, I, I know that there were a lot, a lot of question marks around uh, the general manager being able to get that done. So it's good to see that that deal got done, and that gives me hope. It gives me hope for John because I think like that first domino has to fall. And I think everybody kind of expected Johnny to be the first free agent to re resign. But I just, he has to make a decision. And the offer that the flames have on the table is not one that anyone's going to be able to beat. And for once that makes me really happy because it means that the general managers in the front office trust, uh, they, like they want him here. You know, it's not like they just made like one contract and then it was or one offer and then just went, meh, we don't want to talk anymore. Uh, like that's happened before with certain teams. I think that John, the flames have John right where they want him. I think the end of the day, he does come back. I think he, he will because the two largest competitors, I guess, right now are Jersey and Philly, which are both lottery teams, which it doesn't make sense because if he was, you know, not happy with losing here, don't think he's going to be happy losing closer to his family. You know, why not win? You know what I'm saying? Cement your legacy. But then again, what do I know? What what do I know? I just talk about these things and speculate for uh, five days a week, right? But in my honest opinion, I think that there will be more, uh, you know, extensions between now and when free agency opens. I don't think... I really don't think that it's going to take that long for John to put that pen to 
the paper. But again, I don't know anything. I'm literally just here talking about this stuff with y'all uh, and speculating. But, you know, I think one of the other things that has been brought up is Matt Murray. Apparently, the Sabres and, and Ottawa were in a very deep conversation in negotiations, but Matt Murray has Buffalo on his no trade list or the movement list, whatever you want to call it. And those negotiations had to come to a halt. So I guess we'll just have to see who ends up with a not so great goaltender. I've heard that it's going to be Toronto because they're not going to be able to pay Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell could end up in Edmonton because Mike Smith is banged up and hasn't really made a decision on what's going to happen next, if he's going to retire or just go on LTIR. So we're just going to have to wait and see. But back to Gorgiev, I do think that he has the potential to be a starter in Colorado. I think that ceiling is very high for him. He does better when he is playing consistently and when he's seeing consistent ice time. And he was just never going to get that in New York with Shostak in there. So that's that. Like you can't you can't argue with facts. But coming up next, we're going to talk about how insiders are just like PR mouthpieces and Kevin Weeks is snafu again. But first, let's talk about Rock Auto. Rock Auto will definitely get you out of some snafus and uh Rock Auto is a fantastic family-owned company that is here to save you money 30 50 to even 100% on some car parts on their easy to navigate website rock auto prices are reliably low for every customer which means you don't have to worry about uh the mechanics getting a better price than you or the price gouging or anything like that and i know that we are all trying to save wherever we can so rock, go to rockauto.com and explore their website you know it is very simple to look up your car your and the parts that you know you might need and I know that I have had a lot of success with that Uh, the Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 $353 from a chain store but it's $216 at Rock Auto this family-owned business has been doing it for over 20 years and they want to save you money whenever and wherever they can Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com As always, please make sure that you are subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts or if you are enjoying the video content, hang out with me on YouTube. So, Kevin Weeks, a few weeks, no pun intended, but a few weeks ago, Kevin Weeks um, announced, broke the news that Ryan Huska had been hired as Chicago's new head coach. And everyone was, like, really excited. You know, some people were like, well, that was really soon. That was quick. He didn't really, you know, do too much. 
to earn that. Like, I mean, he paid his dues, but everybody just felt like it was a really quick hiring, but ended up being false. So uh, he kind of lost a little bit of credibility there. And then he today tweeted about Marc-Andre Fleury signing a one-year extension with the Minnesota Wild. That ended up being false. And um, a lot of people were just like, no. Like, you know, the typical insiders, Frank Saravalli, uh, Pierre Lebrun, and even Michael Russo, who works with the Wild, um, or like the local beat reporter there, was like, nope, that's not happening. So now we get to talk about the fun part. This is where my PR expertise comes in, right? So insiders for every sport are just mouthpieces. Adam Schefter is one of the worst uh, for the NFL or other. He, I still can't believe the things that he's tweeted about um, when when Dwayne Haskins died. And he was like, he didn't have much luck in the NHL, NFL, but a 25-year-old passed away in a car accident. Like, you know, what? That's absurd. Um, and then, you know, the NHL insiders are all pretty much like buddy-buddy with agents. And, you know, they obviously work to get their credibility. Like, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that they're all mouthpieces for someone, whether it be an agent management, a front office, a player, someone, you know, they have an agenda. And I'm not trying to like, tell you don't trust the insiders, because I mean, that's silly. But remember that everyone is working for someone. Okay. Uh, And a lot of people are just going to put stuff out there. And it has no backing to it at all. Absolutely none. And they're just tweeting it because they can and they know that it's going to get people riled up. They know. And then that's how a lot of these things work with anonymous sources. Uh, A lot of times that is quite literally someone's agent, their publicist, someone from like their camp uh, talking to someone and not wanting to be named, you know oh, an anonymous friend or a friend of Dylan Dubé sat down with us and told us his favorite ice cream is pistachio. Now, that's not something you would need an inside source for, but I'm just saying, you know, it's the, the friend is not really a friend. It's usually an agent or a management. So, You know, you just have to keep that in mind while people are out here tweeting and doing the absolute most. But I am currently looking to see if any other news is broken. Uh, The flyers are currently trending. I don't see anything new from my wonderful trusted insiders. So I'm going to assume everyone's kind of at lunch right now and taking it slow. But That is it for right now. Don't forget to join Audie and I on YouTube tonight as we talk all about the first round and anything else that has happened between now and then. And you can just find us on YouTube at Locked on Flames. Enjoy the first round. I know the Flames don't have a first round pick, but that's okay because we're still going to have fun. 
and watch what other teams are doing. And they do have picks in the second and third round. So we'll see. Have a great day, everyone. And I hope to see you later over on Locked on Flames YouTube channel for our live show. Bye-bye.